0: and welcome back to the Relationship Podcast. This episode will be on your relationship with school. I am Annie Connect, and I will be joined by Drew Lozier, Charlie Hedrick, Adam Zamir, and Davis Flanagan. Today we will be sitting down with Paul Forrester who is an English teacher at Santa Barbara High School and ask him his thoughts in school and his relationship with school and how he views his students' relationship in school. Now let's get into the episode.
1: so um what is your relationship like with school as a teacher
2: that is a great question but school is a huge thing are you asking me like what's my relationship like with students or with the yeah curriculum? sure we can
1: start with yeah, students let's do with students.
2: students i love students though some of the younger ones this year do drive me insane like how so um, they just can't sit still because, like, really? of COVID, right? They yeah. they didn't have school for what, like, a so, year. So like, to them, school is like you just bounce out of your seat and shriek and throw things. And, right. So that is different. The younger ones are difficult. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Do uh, you think that has to do with like being on Zoom? How people would probably be on their phones while listening, like, to um, the Zoom school?
2: Absolutely. Like to them, school is like you just get up and do whatever you want while Zoom is going. Right. So they, they're haven't made that transition to, like, there's other ways to behave. Right. Yeah.
0: Okay, let me, <laughs> let me
1: ask the next question. Drew? Does anyone have any more questions? I think we do. Drew seems to have
0: um, something to say. Do you think most teens have, like, a good relationship with, like, school? Like, your pers- like, perspective on us, do you think we have, like, the general population of teens have a healthy
2: Um, I think it's very different. Like there's certain kids who are super creative and they find that school's a place that fits them Mm -hmm. and they don't feel like this is a waste of time. Right. And I think there's other kids who are kind of in the middle. Like some days are good and they like it and some days are bad. And then there's definitely some kids who are just like, what am I doing here? Like this just does not feel valuable or relevant or anything. Do you think it's important for the kids who feel like
3: they shouldn't be here to be here, even if they don't want to be?
2: No, they shouldn't. There should be alternatives for them. What alternatives would you suggest? Well, like some kids are so Mm hands-on and they really shouldn't be like inside in a room learning in the traditional like kind of way. Like they should be outside like doing stuff with their hands. Other kids should be performing, right? Like this idea that every kid sits in the same desk and takes the same test is crazy Mm -hmm. because everybody's so different. And for a certain student sitting in a desk and listening and taking a test is really easy and good and they like it. And for another kid, it's torture, Mm -hmm. right? So I think we should have so many more alternatives. For um, Would you like implement like a test to see which group you would go into yeah like let students choose right Mm -hmm. let them choose
1: yeah like make it more like a choice rather than a like forced you have to take English for four years you have to take math for four years yeah even if that's not necessarily like what you're interested in right like if a
2: kid really wanted to just get into the arts like just let them and right if a kid wanted to build a rocket
1: at what point though do you let them choose because I feel like um, when you're younger, like, it's important to learn, like, the basic they gotta skills. they got to have some, I know, like,
2: it's a good question, like, where's the cutoff where's line? The like, cut okay, off. they have enough skills now that they they could choose. Most countries around the world, it's the end of 10th grade. Most countries around the world, it's right around the end of 10th grade or 11th grade that you take a test, well, not most, but a lot of countries, and if you pass that test, you go on to university, and if you don't, you go into something else, but you you. you that's it. It's a dividing line. And mm-hmm. our country doesn't do that. Like we're one of the only countries in the world where seventeen and eighteen year olds are still sitting in desks. Most right. countries don't do that. Around fifteen they take a test.
1: Do you think that test would create more stress though, especially if like parents had a certain idea parents would of like bananas. Yeah, they you know? would like I feel like they would try yeah, and like. Because every make parent thinks their kid is needs a genius and so the their kid's to going yeah. to Stanford
2: and you're yeah, and of course. You know, that that you're so right, like the parent, the same parent who's going crazy over AP scores. Right,
1: is going to be like, you need to pass this test to get Yeah, and, get and into then the get
2: knowledge. all over the teacher, and, you know, you're, you're not uh, um, teaching enough skills to get my student through this test. Yeah. Yeah, and. So yeah. I feel like that could be a big it issue. It would be a big stress. Yeah. Because every parent wants, well, not every, but so many parents want the kids to right. go to Stanford and all that kind and of like, thing.
0: And, like, I know you, like, have, you had a daughter, right? Yeah, I have and a daughter, yeah. She, she went through high school. Um, yeah. And I know for my parents, like, they're really big on, um, like, not putting, like, stress on me. Like, they just want me to, like, try my best. Yeah. And, like, see me, like, work hard and go through the process rather than, like, the outcome. Yeah. Like, is that how, like, you've, like, felt with your daughter? Or, like, how did, like, you have an outlook on, like, her school, I guess?
2: Yeah. Like, process is way more important than product. Yeah. Right? hmm Absolutely. And, and all my students right now. Like, mm-hmm. just, I'm so much happier to see a student engaged in process like they get something wrong and they try again yeah. and you know she made a da-da thing and then she made another dot da thing <laughs> and uh, that's to me so much better than a, you know a kid hands you something and says I want an A give me an A right, why didn't right. I get a, you know the A the A what well, you're not concerned about learning I just want the A I want the A that is so uh disheartening when kids get on that hamster wheel and the parents like the A the A the A and I'm like what, what about learning like I'd I'd much rather see a kid like, wow, this is interesting, and how can I pursue this? And, oh, I kind of messed this up. And they're, like, engaged.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I also, like, like I totally agree with that, and I feel like school should be like that. But I feel like sometimes it's hard for, like, us to think that, especially if our parents are pushing us, and, like, to think that, like, if we don't get that A, it's hard for us to get into college and then, like... Have a
1: successful yeah. career. People, yeah. like... Like, but I know of people think like themselves that. Yeah. to, like, get good grades because they think, well, that's how I'm going to get to college and that's how I'm going to be successful and get a good job.
2: Yeah, the, the, the craziness about that is that grades are so inflated now.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. almost kind of stupid that there are, like, I know people who have taken lower classes than me. They haven't, they've just done it to get a higher GPA rather than actually push themselves and right. challenge yeah. them in school, and it's yeah. just like... Why would you do that if you really want to further your education?
2: Yeah, the GPAs are ridiculous. Like, yeah. the, you know, the weighted grades and all that stuff, and I, I, it's just they're so inflated. And, and so many of us teachers, like, you know, the parent is like, you know, that Billy had a B and he needs an A, and mm-hmm. you know, it's eight meetings after school and all this time. And you know, so many of us teachers are, are just fine. You know, Billy can have an A because mm-hmm. it's just it's not worth yeah. hours and hours and hours of arguing with the parent who's like telling you that you didn't make the assignment clear mm-hmm. or, or something like right. that. Right. Yeah. And yeah. it's like so much extra time. So so many of us are just like, fine, just get billion. A. just you know, right. let me, let me go back to preparing my classes. And
3: as a teacher, what do you want your relationship
2: to school? Or what school to be like, um, you know, see all the creative stuff all over the walls. That's, what I want my relationship to school to be like like I love teaching when I'm like a place and a voice for creativity that's what I love like when I'm just like pushing students to think differently and create stuff and that's what I I really love and what I don't love is is um Testing and standards and all that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, like you guys said, that stuff is necessary up to a point. And I think there are some teachers who are super good at teaching that and passionate about it. But I'm getting much more excited, like, having a relationship with students, of getting them excited about something and learning something they want to learn about. And I don't really care what. If a kid wants to learn about lizards or coffee or rockets or... 19th century poets or how to I don't know, just I love seeing kids get excited about their learning yeah um, that's, that's neat.
1: something um interesting that you brought up because I feel like uh a student's experience with school really has to do with their teacher mm-hmm. because when a teacher is not engaged in the subject or passionate about the subject that they teach it makes it hard for the student to be engaged and yeah. passionate about the subject so how have you sort of been able to like Get kids to be engaged and interested in what you're teaching.
2: Well, so. I'm as you guys know, I'm just a nut about the arts, yeah. right? And I, you know, I went to an arts college. I have a whole career doing all kinds of different art stuff. So I just love the arts. So the kids pick that up because then, like, do they do fish flowers mm-hmm. or Dada art? Yeah. And then I'm just as excited yeah. as they are. So that's how, because I'm excited about it. Okay? Yeah, I just love art and creativity and. Um. That whole, uh, I mean, if I was in charge, which is uh, something I would love to be, yeah. art would be um, mandatory, and some of the other classes would be electives. Like I personally think every kid should have to take the arts. They shouldn't be electives. Like kids should have to yeah. take some kind of art. Whether well, you know, not maybe not. Not every kid has to take singing or. You know, I agree with that because some kind of art. Yeah. You know? I agree with that because I used to be good at art and
3: I used to really enjoy drawing, but my schools never really like nurtured that and like continued that after middle school. Yeah. And like I kind of lost my touch for it. I lost, I lost like my ability to draw, and now like looking back at that, I wish like I, yeah. I wish I like went more into that and I wish I at least knew how to draw now. Whereas like I feel like. All the social studies stuff that we learned, like learning about the basics of the U.S., we yeah. don't really ever use that, especially yeah. since we learned it again in high school.
2: Yeah. The idea of learning that stuff is good. Like, how does our system work? It's good to know that so you know, like, how to vote and, right. and like, you know, what gerrymandering is. And it's, I mean, it's obviously important to know that stuff. So I see why the school wants to teach it. Um, but we don't teach it. We, yeah. we more teach how to pass a
3: test, how to pass... Yeah, how to pass yeah. the, the AP test. Yeah. Like, for example, when I, when I took my AP World test, I tried to learn as much as I could in the class, but the reality is you just had to learn how to write an essay and sound authoritative because I... I like studied for 45 minutes before the test. I did not know much about it, but I just knew I had to almost write confidently, and I passed with a four. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that's good. Would you say that the process in high school of like taking the test and like passing and getting into college is necessary to do what you want in college? Because obviously you said like you enjoyed art in college, and that's where you really learned more about that. Do you think... Obviously you don't like the way it works now in high school, but do you think it's necessary for us to take those tests... So we can excel, go to a good college, and do what we want to do there? Or should it be us doing what we want to do in high school
2: instead? It's a great question. I mean, it's kind of what she said about where's the line? Like, where, where do we pick that line of saying to students, you have enough skills, now you get to choose? And right now, that line is pretty much college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much when you land at college... You know there's you have to take your breath requirements but yeah, you're yeah. pretty free yeah, you can take what you but want. kind of what I hear all you young people saying is maybe that line should be earlier mm-hmm. right and do you
3: agree with that, that yes absolutely
2: because in most other countries in the world that line is around 15 yeah okay. right and, and
3: another in another thing do you think that it should be like mostly um, like projects or just
2: like tests and stuff well, if you think about like, think about the kids in drama who put on a play. Like, in a way, that's a gigantic test. Yeah. But it's a project, too. Yeah. Like, to me, that's, like, perfect because if the kids put on the play in drama and nobody likes it, they flunk the test. But they did a project. So it's it's kind of a real-world test. You know, it's not like an on paper. Right. Yeah. That's a real If the kids put on a great play up there... That's a real world test, yeah. right? So yeah. I, I think that's kind of wonderful assessment, like real world, yeah. kind of things yeah. that, um, how the real world responds right. to them, right? All right.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you so much. for oh, yeah, yeah. being our uh, podcast contributor. Yeah. It's,
2: it's, it's a pleasure. It was. Uh, it took all my effort not <laughs> to crack joke.
1: <laughs> so considerate. Yeah.
2: There you go. Uh,
0: That is all for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and a huge thank you to Mr. Forrester for being able to sit down and have this conversation with us. Next week we'll be bringing you a new topic about relationships. Stay tuned!